Hello, fellow Rebel Capitals. Hope you're well. So let's get into some housing news here right over to CNBC. And it turns out that mortgage demand is booming right now because interest rates on the 10-year and therefore interest rates on the on the uh, mortgage on the 30-year fixed rate mortgage have come down significantly. So people are thinking this is their buying opportunity. Those people have been waiting on the sidelines. So it's pulling demand forward from the future. But does this mean the housing crash? has been canceled. I don't think so. Let's get into the first article from CNBC and check this out. Title, weekly mortgage demand jumps 7% in one week as interest rates drop to lowest levels since September. So usually, not always, but usually the 30-year fixed rate mortgage or the mortgages in general will follow the 10-year treasury. And you guys know that the 10-year treasury has been coming down as far as the yield to price going up. So you would expect to see those mortgage rates come down. And like the title implies, this is creating more demand, not only for the mortgages, but obviously for housing stock in general. Key talking points, mortgage interest rates fell for the third straight week, while mortgage demand rose again. Total application volume increased 7% last week compared with the previous week, according to the Mortgage Bankers Association, seasonably seasonally adjusted index applications to refinance a home loan saw the sharpest gains ah so it might not be new homes it's just refining mm, up 15 percent compared to the previous week huh that's interesting okay let's keep going here mortgage interest rates fell for the third straight week okay well demand rose got that okay the average contract interest rate for a 30-year fixed rate mortgage with conforming loan balance, which is 726000 or less, decreased to 6.2. And just uh, as a reminder, man, Josh, what was it maybe, I think three or four months ago, last time I checked, it was over seven. Yeah, I remember we were doing videos, it was over seven. Yeah, yeah. So they go on to say with points increasing to uh, 69 from 67 basis points for loans with 20% down, Yeah, but okay. Again, how many of the loans uh, that are being created right now are 20% down? This is kind of a a figment of, you know, it's one of those things that people say over and over and over again, and therefore no one really researches. They just tend to believe it. And it it, it has like this self-perpetuating type of uh, momentum behind it. It's like so many things, you know, when they say the Fed adds liquidity. No one even questions that because people say it so often that it must be true. When if you think about it, I don't know, it might not be true. And I think it's the same thing here. I remember doing several videos on the housing market where I went back and looked at the average down payment. And this was maybe 2009, 2020, uh, compared to the average down payment back prior to the GFC. Because everyone says, oh my gosh, you know, the GFC, we saw the big short, there are all these liar loans and they were giving strippers five houses and people working at McDonald's were getting a a loan, no down payment for a million dollar house and all these things. And yes, we may be in a little bit of a bubble now, but it's no, it's nothing like it was during or prior to the GFC. It's nothing like it was in 2006 with the ninja loans and all these things. And I'm like, I don't know where you're getting that. It's just 
I don't know that you've, you've looked into the research and me just talking to people in general. Because if you look at the research, you see that up to 2019, 2020, I would assume 2021, the average down payment was very similar to what it was in 2005 and 2006. It was right around 5%. And if you go back prior to 19, we'll call it late 90s, because as you guys know from watching my videos, from 1900 to end of the 1990s, about 100 years, home prices in the United States adjusted for inflation are pretty much flat. And you say, okay, what was a, a big difference there? Well, back then in those days, if you would have looked at the average down payment, it would have been real close to 20%. But now, uh, you know, even they say lending standards have improved. Lend oh, maybe, kind of. <laughs> but maybe they're not giving strippers five loans, but they're giving that stripper at least one loan and they're only making her put down 3%. So I don't really consider that as strong or as solid a mortgage from a risk standpoint as I would prior to these housing bubbles occurring in the first place in the 1990s and before when the standard was 20% down. And I'm sure most of you watching this video remember those times. Moving on or getting back to the article, the application to refinance homes saw the sharpest gains, 15% compared to the prior week. They were still 77% lower than the same week uh, than the same uh, week a year ago. Wow, that that's that's significant. You know, this could be another. Well, obviously that plays into M2 money supply. Uh, it's it's not the the, the main driver, uh, but it it just goes to show you how many variables are in that number, and how it's just when you look through the data, when you get into the nuance, you see how it's just completely pointless to look at the Fed's balance sheet. That there's there's so many things that affect that broad money and the amount of deposits in the commercial banks, such as this. It's just it's it's nonsense to think that there's like this one-to-one relationship with the Fed's balance sheet or the ba- uh, bank reserves as an example. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks, and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow Rebel Capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. Getting back to this, they were still 77% lower. Okay, we got that. Mortgage applications to purchase homes rose 3%, but we're still down almost 40% lower than the same, than year, uh, okay, going back year over year. Got it. So they say home buyers are starting to trickle into the market. And 
if you're a housing bull, you could say, this is really good. This goes to show you that we might've had a slight decline there, but now we're off to the races and home prices are going to explode higher just indefinitely into the future. And uh, that, okay, I understand the argument, but I think where I would push back is I would actually look at the 10 year. So let's do that now. Let's go back to the CNBC homepage and let's go ahead and pull up a chart of that important 10 year treasury. And let's go back. Well, this will suffice. We've gone back one year. Let's go back five years, actually. Okay, so we can see the 10, and this, let's just assume for a moment that this 10-year treasury is a proxy for mortgage rates. So we see mortgage rates from uh, pretty much repo madness, or the repo spike in 2019 goes straight down to July of 2020 during the lockdowns and the, the, the Cerveza sickness. And then, uh, so I would assume that mortgage rates did the same. And then we go right back up to a point where the 10-year was over 4%, well above 4%. But since that time, it's come crashing back down to 3.43%. Now, what would this tell us about the overall economy? The fact that the Fed is raising rates at the front end, and in response to the Fed raising rates, the 10-year treasury is now going down, not up. But you guys know this from watching my videos. The fact that that 10-year treasury is going down and the fact that it's significantly below the stated rate of inflation, CPI, tells us that the smart money, these large pools of money, are betting that the United States is going to go into recession or they're betting that inflation is going to absolutely plummet. And why would it plummet? Again, most likely because you go into an economic recession or depression. Now, it may not happen until the end of the year. Maybe the first of 2024 may happen sooner. You can't really tell the timing on these. You never can. But this is what the bond market is telling us. So then we take it back to real estate and we say, okay, our price is most likely going to be higher or lower. And right now, the that conversation would pretty much exclusively revolve around what's happening to interest rates. You see, this is the point of the video. This is the point I wanted to make, where I think you've not only got to consider what may happen to interest rates, but now, more importantly, I think you need to ask yourself what's going to happen to the unemployment rate. What's going to happen to real wages? What's going to happen to the real economy? Because if we go into a economic recession, or call it a global economic depression if it goes that far. I, I don't care if interest rates are 0%. Housing prices are most likely going to go down in that environment. And if you don't believe me, just look at 2008, 2009 to 2012. You know, let's remember that, that mortgage rates, in fact, let me go over and see if I can pull up a chart of mortgage rates uh, during that time frame. Pull this up really quick. So we've got the St. Louis Fed. So this will be perfect. So we go back in interest rates, or excuse me, 30-year fixed rate mortgage rates, according to the Fed. Oh, that's 81. I'm sorry. Let's get to the surveys or to the uh, GFC. So in August of 2008, mortgage rates were 6.52%. All right. Fast forward to the bottom of the real estate market. Now, remember, this was about August of 2012, because this is right about when I started buying. Fast forward to that date, let's go to August 2012,
mortgage rates were 3.66%. So again, mortgage rates went from about 6.5%. And four years later, they gradually went down, 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 down to call it 3.6%. But what happened to housing prices? It went down as well. The housing bubble peaked out around two point, uh, 2006, right around here. And we didn't see a bottom, like we said, until 2012. So it took six years to go from peak to trough. Wow, wow, interest rates were going down, not up. So my point is not that interest rates don't matter. My point is interest rates live in this ocean of cross currents that we talk about constantly on this channel. But the tsunami <laughs> that, that's within or that's that's possible within that ocean is an economic recession or an economic depression. And if you get something that is significant, that will most likely overwhelm all the other cross currents that are at play with housing prices at any given time. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. See you in the next video.